on? I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. Uh, today on DrBoyceTV.com, we're going to talk about Hallie Bailey and Chloe Bailey, her sister. And they were involved in an interesting controversy involving a nail tech that they claim was racist. There's a whole lot more in this situation. I know that the Internet's kind of picked up on the gossipy side of who was right, who was wrong and what was going on. And we'll, we'll address some of that. But there's also a deeper level to this that mainstream media is going to completely miss. And what I want to do is step in as uh, the OG finance professor, Uncle Boyce, and break down some things that you may or may not have noticed about this situation and why this is a problem. So uh, let me know if you can hear me. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me okay. Also, get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I want to say hi to everybody. And uh, thank you, Sharif, uh, for telling me that you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me okay. Bonnie, Jean, and Joanne Dixon, I see you. I see Black One. Good to see you. Uh, everybody, hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe, all that good stuff before we get started. Also, don't forget this, pod this podcast is on Spotify. And uh, also, uh, my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. If you've been looking to get a copy, you can get a whole Dr. Boyce book bundle uh, for 75% off for Black Friday. Uh, if you want to go and get a super steep discount, uh, feel free to go to drboycebooks.com and you can get all of my books, uh, all of our flashcards, workbooks, everything we have for kids, 75% off for 24 hours for Black Friday. So feel free to go to drboycebooks.com. All right. So give me a yes or no in the chat. How many of you heard about this whole scenario with this actress named Hallie Bailey? Hallie Bailey is uh, a beautiful young woman who uh, was in, um, I believe, The Little Mermaid. And uh, she has a sister named Chloe. Uh, and, and and now don't give don't jump on me if I get it wrong. I think that Hallie was in The Little Mermaid and Chloe was is in uh, Grown Ish, uh, the TV show. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that that's the order of things. I just know that these are two talented sisters, and they got into this crazy thing with this nail tech. There's a, you know literally you can call the story the the story of Hallie Bailey and the and the quote unquote racist nail tech. And I put racist in air quotes because I want to get your opinion on this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of play a video clip for you guys so you can kind of see what was said about this. And then I'm going to let you guys know why I'm here to talk about this, because as you guys know, I'm, I'm a finance professor, so I'm into business, things like that. I also care what happens to the black community. I, I have daughters that are young uh, about their age, so I care about young black girls. And I'm going to tell you, this situation is pretty dangerous for their careers. And I'm going to really go, um, I'm going to go Dr. Boyce for part of the time, but then I'm going to go Uncle Boyce for another part of the time and tell you all the things that mainstream media is going to completely miss and the things that if you are young, especially, or even if you're older, you might be able to appreciate some of this perspective because I don't know if everybody sees how deep this thing is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this video. Give me a yes if you're able to hear this video as I play this clip. Let me know if it's coming through okay. This is going to be a clip of Hallie describing what happened with this nail tech. Apparently she went to a nail salon. Uh, her sister Chloe was going to be late. There was a disagreement about whether or not she was too late to get her appointment. And that led to a back and forth where uh, next thing I know, uh, Hallie's walking out of the nail salon because they would not see her sister, Chloe. I could have the details wrong, but I believe that that is what happened. So I'm going to play this video. Let me know if you all can hear this as I play it. When I hit that button, just type a yes in the chat to let me know it's coming through okay. Because I want to hear you. I, wanna, I want you guys to watch it and then get your assessment. After you watch Hallie, you'll see a clip of the nail tech and her response to the situation. And this is so deep. This goes, this is like five dimensions deep. And I'm going to break it down and explain to you why in one second. So here we go. I'm like, oh, she's on her way. I told you, like, she was going to be a few minutes late. She's on her way, though. How long? How long? Because she has, we have back-to-backs, back-to-backs. Mind you, no one is in this place. It's empty. There's, like, one girl getting her nails done. And no one else. 
is in there but me i'm like okay she said she's like nine minutes away and then she like starts giving me faces like nine minutes isn't gonna work so i'm slowly but surely starting to get a little bit early starting to get a little bit irritated because i'm like wait a minute like i have been a consistent customer here for the past few weeks i brought like them so many people my glam team goes there now to get their nails done like i i get there and immediately literally like i have been here i told you that she was going to be late on the phone already before i got before we set the appointment and now you're telling me when my sister is five minutes away now that she's canceled while she's on her way i'm like that's not right like and i've been a consistent customer i've always been on time everything else like you can't just hi like you can't just take the benefit of the doubt and be like you know what this girl has been good like we can wait a few minutes but you're gonna have an attitude with me and try to so i'm starting to get upset and then me and the lady start going back and forth because after all i've been i've been a loyal customer and everything and you're mad about nine minutes and she keeps going at me and so i don't know if you guys know but if you go to these like it's like a russian it's a russian manicure place so their english is good literally like i have been going at me and so i don't know if you guys know but if you go to these like it's like a russian it's a russian manicure place so their english is good but they're like kind of really um how do i explain it? they're really direct so sometimes some of the things that they say like comes off like it's being rude just because their tone of voice but other times i would just you know not really take it that seriously but this girl she was like literally she walked over to my chair and is arguing with me about this so at this point i'm really upset and we're going back and forth back and forth back and forth and then chloe walks in and she's like i'm so sorry but you're gonna have to be camped and i say you know what in the middle of my toes being taken off i'm like you know what it's okay we will just take our business elsewhere and i get up my feet still wet my hands still all powdery and i'm like it's okay like no worries at me and so i don't know if you guys know but if you go to these like it's like a russian it's a russian manicure place i'm not gonna sit let you tell me that my sister can't get her nails done but i'm gonna sit here and get my nails done no like no so i got up and we both got up out of there and i said you know what god bless you have a wonderful day i didn't get attitude as aries as i could have chloe said i was still really nice but I just told her that is unacceptable and rude because I've been a loyal customer. So that really disappointed me. I got so upset, I started crying. Chloe was laughing at me and was like, Allie, it's okay, it's okay. But I got really upset because that's not how you treat people, especially people who bring you customers and are consistent with going there. So I'm never going there again. Am I wrong for thinking that they should at least gave me the benefit of the doubt especially since i was already there and no one was in there am i tripping like i know like you know you have to be on time for appointments and stuff but i'm not gonna sit let you tell me that my sister can't get her nails done but i'm gonna sit here and get my nails done no like no so i got up and we both got up out of there and i said you know what god bless you have a wonderful day i didn't get attitude as aries as i could have chloe said i was still really nice but i just told you have a loyal customer like that is just not the way being rude is not the way to go about it to me to me y'all let me know if i'm tripping though but i don't think i was chloe told me i wasn't so we just ended up going to another place that was close by that was great they were wonderful and i love the way they did my nails but yeah so i was pissed off i was really upset i just don't like when i experience stuff like that like at least just be nice i have a loyal customer Hi, uh, my name is layla and i am owner of the perfect nail salon today we had an accident uh we had a call 
and client who was loyal and she was a couple times already at our salon and she was totally happy that's why she was coming back and she offered to so many her friends to our place and we know that people like it's not random people came they came and they said from who they coming from which is thank you so much we we trying to be the best at the market anyways she made appointment today at 3 p.m for her and her sister later she called me back and she said like unfortunately they can't be on time and she wanted to reschedule 30 minutes late which i said i'm sorry we are fully booked today and we can't take you if you got uh, my name is Layla and I am owner of the Perfect Nail Salon. There's nothing, there's nothing, how to explain, like there is nothing dramatic, there is nothing bad, like we wasn't rude, it just refused the service to climb who was late 35 minutes. And what's happened? evening i am at home just came from work and randomly i started to see that on my yelp page every second i get one star reviews and i get so bad reviews where people saying like burn on hell we are racist we are very bad we kicked out someone like which is like Okay, I understand. But when I see that people texting me that, like, then I understood that it's all, is nothing is now, like they banded my, all my business pages. Now I'm, now I'm really scared just to go back to work tomorrow in the morning because I'm pregnant and you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, what if I'm gonna go to my work and, random people you because you never know she's popular person and how many thousands people now texting me calling me what i'm gonna do like i'm just scared i'm just really scared like just because you celebrity and you have million followers you posting about about it's okay if you post about the situation, but you posted our pages where it's all information about our business, about location, about our phone. And this is not, not just business phone, it's my personal phone. And like, I can't sleep because... So, uh, if you were to describe... Uh, okay, so uh, I hope you guys saw this video. Uh, that I just played. Now, if you were to describe what you just saw uh, in, in one sentence, uh, put that one sentence in the chat. What one sentence would you use to describe what you just saw uh, in terms of the situation between Halle Bailey and in uh, this nail tech? And there, there are literally about seven different dimensions of this that mainstream media is probably going to miss that I'm going to kind of break down because I'm really interested in uh, in young. First of all, young black people. You know, that's really important to me. I have daughters. Uh, you know, around that age. Uh, number two, it's a black owned business, right? Uh, I think that uh, if you, you know, in case you didn't know, I don't know if y'all know this or not, you, this is going to shock you, but there are black owned businesses that actually do nails. I know that y'all don't believe that. Um, I know that y'all think only white people, only white Russian people can do nails or only Asian people can do nails or only uh, people from Vietnam can do nails. Uh, but that is not true. I'm happy to inform you that there are many, many black owned businesses that can do nails out here. So, you know, just uh, keep that in mind. But there's there's a few different dimensions here. And, and I think this is a great business lesson because this was not just an issue of business, but also an issue of PR. Uh, and so I'd like to get your, your please share your thoughts in the chat. Now, do me a favor as we move forward, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, at the end of the video, I'll let you guys know I like to see you build wealth. I want to see you richer than you were before. Uh, and there's a stock that I'm going to mention to you that I just bought that I'll share with you uh, toward the end that you can actually purchase for your family. And also, don't forget, for Black Friday, uh, you can get uh, any of my books or any of our flashcards for kids or workbooks, uh, financial workbooks for kids uh, at drboycebooks.com and get 75% off for 25, or sorry, 24 hours only, only for the first uh, 100 people or so. 75% uh, off literally is like we're selling to them to 
you at cost pretty much. So uh, feel free to go to drboysbooks.com if you ever wanted to get some stuff and you wanted to get a big price cut. So feel free to take a look at that. All right. So here's what the deal. Let, let me kind of summarize this. Okay. So for those that just came in, you got Halle Bailey, the Disney star, who's in The Little Mermaid, if I'm not mistaken. Her sister, Chloe Bailey, who is a star with uh, that show, Grownish, uh, which is connected to Blackish, which is uh, these are all multi million dollar empires, really billion dollar empires that they're connected to. And, uh, and what's interesting here is that on the business side, you have uh, young people that are connected to billion dollar entities that are really making $10 decisions. You got billion dollar, billion dollar business deals in the backdrop. But you're doing ten dollar, ten dollar activities on the front in, in the front. Like you're you're literally scooping to the ghetto, and, and I'm gonna explain exactly why. Now, here's what I'm first gonna say though, before without criticizing this young lady, I want to make it 100 clear. I didn't see anything wrong with how what she was trying to do. I really don't. I think that Halle Bailey, what she was trying to do was she was trying to express a legitimate gripe that she had. Uh, you know, she's defending her sister. I get that. I have a brother. I defend my brother the same damn way. How many of y'all got siblings you would defend that you would fight for, that you would fight in the street to defend your sibling? I, I don't know if y'all feel that way, but I feel that way. And I, I guarantee you with those two sisters being so close in, in age, they have to fight for each other. And, and if I were their father, I'd say, very good. Good job. Fight to defend your sister. But here's the problem. It's a little bit deeper than that. Um, the problem that she has is I think that as a young woman, I don't know if she truly understands the power of her words. Right. She doesn't understand the perspective of somebody who is being uh, confronted, even in a polite way, you know, by somebody who has, you know, 10 million followers on Instagram. I don't know how many followers does Halle Bailey have on Instagram. Let me see. I'm look up Halle Bailey. She has 7.5 million followers, 7.5 million followers. And and so when you have that kind of power, that's corporate level power. There are corporations. There are there are hundred million dollar companies that can't get seven point five million followers. I bet you there are billion dollar companies that don't have seven point five million followers. Do you understand? So so you have to be really careful with your words because your words are a sledgehammer. Like she has the ability to destroy people, destroy reputations, destroy empires with the snap of her fingers. That is a tremendous amount of power. And I think her sister Chloe. Let me see how many followers that Chloe has. Chloe. Chloe Bailey uh, has uh, 7.1 million. Now, I busted my butt for years just to get half a million. I had half a million on Instagram, and that was pretty good. I think that's pretty good for a radical black man with no corporate backing. But, you know, but these these ladies are on a different level. They're Disney level. Right. And I've studied Disney extensively. I, I read a, just read a whole book about Disney and how they think. So here's the deal. Here's what you got to understand. Um, these two ladies have power, but it's not sort of organic, authentic grassroots power. Right. This is corporate power. Disney gave them that power. Disney wrote the checks that marketed you to the world that made you into this global entity that's able to get seven and a half million followers on Instagram. Do you all understand what I'm saying? This is all finance. This is a financial conversation. This is a black economic issue. So so they don't really have true, true, true power. They have borrowed power. That's the point. And the same people that built you, they can they, they can destroy you. The same people that put you in this world, they can take you out. The same ones who made you big can make you small. So so they're watching this, right? When you're taking it back to the street, trying to sort of do the th same thing everybody else does, you know, get mad and vent on your Instagram. A, a lot of young people do it. You have to be careful because you're sitting on Disney's platform pretty much. It's yours, but it's theirs, if you know what I mean, right? It's yours, but they know they built it. And they're sitting here trying to figure out from a business standpoint when they're making their next you know, $100 million investment, do we want to put money behind somebody who might fall into what is otherwise described as some ghetto situations, right? That's what this is. This is this is just a little bit ghetto because, you know, again, I'm not disrespecting the young lady, though. I think that she I get it. I understand. She was frustrated. She was mad. I, the lady it sounds like the Russian lady might have been a little bit cold. Uh, I also will say this. Let's just be clear. She could have, you know, the, the lady really if the lady was smart, she would say, you know, she she's different. She is a loyal customer. She has brought us business. She is a celebrity, whether you like it or not, whether you feel like she's entitled and that's wrong. She's a celebrity. And this lady has seven and a half million Instagram followers. So maybe you say, you know, I'm going to make an exception for you. But hey, could you shout us out on your Instagram real quick? Because because, you know, this is really hurting our business and we got customers lined up and and, and this is going to kind of throw our day off. Right. I, again, I don't know. But seriously, I, I think from a practical standpoint, she would have to acknowledge that 
Chloe Bailey and Halle Bailey are not regular customers. Give me a yes if we can at least acknowledge this. These are not, this is not just two people off the street where you're like, oh, well, I'm going to treat you just like everybody else. Okay, you go ahead and do that. Yo, seriously, most of y'all in here, they got a boss. You wouldn't treat your boss like anybody else. You wouldn't treat your man like just anybody else. If you met a, if you met your favorite celebrity, you wouldn't treat them like anybody else. So this idea that they should just be treated like anybody else, I don't agree with that. However, when she goes on Instagram and lays out her feelings in this in this way, even in a very polite way, it comes off as an entitled celebrity who got mad because you didn't bend the rules on her behalf, right? So so her words have a lot of power. I don't know if she noticed the the power of those words, even though her gripe is legitimate. Um, it still was something that probably should have stayed off Instagram. And this would be my advice for uh, any young people out here listening. Uh, now, G Gabrielle says, a oh, voice, you, you, you're a clown. I'm out. Well, how about this? Everybody say goodbye to Gabrielle because, Gabrielle, I'm booting you out. We ain't got time for, for, for idiots in this room. So you're going to have to go, Gabrielle. Come here talking crazy. You Being here is a privilege. It is, it, 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 is, it is a privilege. It is not a right. So do not think that I'm asking you to be here. This is for intelligent black people. If you don't want to be intelligent, if you're not looking for the deeper understanding, if you're not trying to take your mind to the higher level, I'm a professor. I don't have to be on the internet. So bye, Gabby. Gabby has been banned for life. So so if you're a troll, you better be a quiet troll. If you allow troll, you're going to get banned. I, I block people every day. I have no problem with that. I have, I have 1.4 million followers on different channels. I don't need anybody to follow. I want to talk to the people that, that understand where I'm coming from. And that is it. So don't think I'm begging you to stay. I, this is not a popularity contest, asshole. So just step on out of that. We're here with that nonsense. All right. So let me keep going. Let me get back to the issue. Let me get back to the issue. So so here's the other business side. This is the other part of the business lesson that I think they should understand. Number one, this, this whole thing, I'm going to just tell you, I think it should have stayed off social media. I think that from a business standpoint, if I was the father of these young women, I would say, Come on, we're not doing that. We're not going on Instagram using the 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 our, our collective 14.6 million followers to crush a lady's business. And then here's what y'all may not know: there's this guy. Apparently, Chloe, I think, and maybe it's Hallie. I think it's Chloe though is dating a rapper, right? And I told y'all some of these rappers, not all of them. Some of them are just some absolute damn fools. I, and I don't know if this guy's a fool or not. But here he is, right? His name's DDG or something. I think he's probably sold like eight records or something. But anyway, DDG somehow hooked up with this girl, with, with this D Disney blackish star doing billion-dollar movies. And so, so what he does is he makes things worse for their family. Let me tell you how he made things worse. So DDG gets on uh, Instagram and says, hey, y'all, this business is racist. They racist. Go to their website and give them one-star reviews. Go to their website and, and just give them hell, right? And, and this is a dude that's power tripping. This is a guy who is not just power tripping, but he's being very, very sloppy, and he's exposing his girlfriend and her family to a significant legal liability because he's go, you, he's, he's, he's like, I'm dating the girl who's popular, and I'm going to go and use this power that ain't even mine to get people to go destroy this lady's business. Now, maybe he feels like he's protecting his chick. Maybe he feels like he's keeping it real. Maybe he feels like he's just, he's he's doing the right thing. But uh-uh, buddy, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. There's a reason why I'm sure their legal counsel advised him to take that post down immediately. Do y'all understand? Answer me in the chat. Answer me in the chat. Why do you think... Chloe and Hallie's lawyers or her family or somebody in her camp said, dude, take that post down now. Why do you think that post would be taken down immediately? What do y'all think? It, it, it was taken down because now you have the, the pregnant white woman crying about how somebody destroyed her business. She's crying about all the emotional distress, trigger term, lawsuit trigger term emotional distress she's endured because now she got crazy people from the internet from near 7.5 million followers who are now giving her death threats give me a yes or no yes or no yes or no do you think that there's some lawyer out there rubbing his hands like Birdman, thinking like oh this is gonna be a good lawsuit what do y'all think do you think there's do you think there's an attorney out here that's 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 planning to sue 
you know, so so I would say yes. I would say that there are a couple of greedy lawyers out there that are ecstatic about the idea of filing this lawsuit against the Disney princess who uh, who destroyed a pregnant white woman's business and made her cry on the internet. Now, again, here's the thing, though. This is a good point, Tanya Parker. Mrs. Tanya Parker, you make a great point. It wasn't Chloe or Halle who said that they were racist. She didn't say that, right? It was the boyfriend. It was the boyfriend. This is why this is another element of protecting wealth. When you're protecting your wealth, you don't just have to protect it from what you do. You have to protect it from the people around you. This guy making this post exposes them to some significant legal liability. Sure, he it, she didn't do it, but but good lawyers they can make they can connect dots. They can connect dots that don't even connect. They can say, well, she told him that they were racist, and that's what made him go put the post up, right? So, so that's another thing. So, so here's the other thing. Uh, so going deeper than that, by the way, please do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, hang on to the end of the video. I'll give you that stock that I was telling you about that I that I invested in, and I encourage you to take a look at it. It's not investing advice. Uh, there's no guarantees in investing, but this is something that I believe will make money. And also we're talking about Chloe Bailey and Hallie Bailey, uh, two sisters. They got into an issue with a nail tech uh, at a salon and uh, it went, there's a back and forth and she went to the internet and complained about it. And next thing you know, everybody was bombarding the ladies reviews page and destroying the business in terms of giving it one star reviews. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. Hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also my book, my best selling Amazon book is called the 10 commandments of black economic power. If you want to get autographed copies of all of my books, the new black power, uh, black American money, etc. Uh, you can get 75% off uh, by going to drboycebooks.com, 75% off for Black Friday. The sale ends in 24 hours for the first 100 people. So feel free to go to drboycebooks.com if you'd like to take advantage of that. All right. <clears throat> so so, so here's the other thing, too. So as Hallie and Bailey are getting involved in, in really this really ghetto situation, you know, because here's the deal. Look, let's just be clear. If somebody doesn't like, if somebody doesn't like your business, they can always go to another business. And, and that's what she did. She said that. She said she went to um she went to uh she went to another nail tech and got her nails done. And and also again as a black man I'm gonna be a little biased. I'm gonna say you know you're black there's black owned businesses out here. There's millions of black people out here that do nails and do hair and everything else. Why not go to a black owned business? Why are you going to this Russian business anyway and then getting upset because they don't treat you like a Russian? Well, you know, and I hate to tell you this, I know no matter how many Disney movies that you're in, you're always going to be black. And uh, and and when you succeed as a black person, when you get opportunities as a black person, when you get a chance to get seven and a half million Instagram followers because Disney hooked you up, which they don't hook up most black people. Uh, you know, maybe that's an asset that can be used to the <coughs> to the, the benefit of the black community. Maybe every day, if you want to get in the dirt with people with, with 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 the world. Uh, maybe every day you can post a black owned business uh, that is going to blow up because they got posted in front of your seven and a half million followers. Uh, and, and so so rather than fighting with white folks who don't want you around, why not go and support black businesses who would love to have you? You know, again, that's why, for example, I, I endured racism when I was at Syracuse University. There were a lot of people who uh, mistreated me when I was at Syracuse. I did, you know, I didn't get treated like I was a white guy. They, 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 they don't really promote a lot of black professors at Syracuse. They, that's their history. So, but you don't hear me complaining about it very much. I might talk about it every now and then, but for the most part, I realized that was not the place for me. And a lot of you will rather sit there and fight with a white person and beg a white person to treat you fairly than to go over to uh, a side of the black community where they're going to treat you right. It doesn't mean every black person is going to treat you right. Y'all know what it is. Some of these Negroes are crazy. There are black people out here that will do tremendous harm, that will insult you, attack you, beat you up and go crazy. Uh, in fact, my wife is a therapist who is a specialist in trauma. And uh, she helped me understand that undiagnosed, untreated trauma in the black community is the number one barrier to your building wealth and building family and building community. And you are in crisis mode in case you don't know. 76% of your kids do not have a father in the house. 
that's about probably eight times greater than it is for white people. Like, so 76% of your kids don't even have a daddy because we won't even deal with our trauma. We won't fix it. So because we don't fix our trauma and we don't go get therapy, we don't go do the work because we think somehow we think everything's okay. We end up having chaotic situations happen. Black men shooting black men, black men beating up on black women, black women cussing out black men, black women attacking each other because we refuse to go and learn how to heal and how, how, how to engage in some type of conflict resolution. That is a requirement in order for you to be black. If you're not working on conflict resolution skills and you ain't black. So there are people in our community who are sick, who need help. Absolutely. But there are people in the community, though, who will love you. There are black people in the community who will have your back no matter what. You know, this is what I said to Coach Prime. I said, now that you're losing, now that your team sucks, uh, the Colorado folks may not like you as much as they did when you were winning games and making the money. Uh, Jackson State people, they would have loved you no matter what. They love you even if you were 0-12, they'd love you, right? Colorado ain't like that. Colorado ain't going to love you at 0-12. Jackson State will love you at 0-12. And I think that that's something, that's something to be said about uh, being connected to Black-owned businesses. Uh, now, a couple more points here. Here's one thing I want to say, you know, in terms of this Halle Berry or Halle Bailey, Chloe Bailey thing. Here's where I knew they were in trouble. Uh, I knew they were in trouble. Here's the thing. That Russian lady, when that in, in that video, and in case you didn't, if you didn't see the video, you can scroll back to earlier in this video. I played the video of the Russian uh, nail tech who was speaking about what happened. Both women were, were being passive aggressive, right? A lot of times when, when you see these little battles, it becomes a race to victimhood. It's like, who can be the bigger victim? Both of them cried. Right. Which is like, oh, my gosh, you're a terrible person because you made me cry. Right. Um, but the, the 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 Russian lady, even though she was sort of in this very, you know, uh, almost um, naive sort of mode, like all I did was and I didn't understand. And no, no, she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She made sure you knew she was pregnant. She had her big belly sitting up in the camera. So like, who who are you to attack a pregnant woman? And a pregnant woman can't be a predator. Right. Because she's pregnant. And then she starts crying in the video. And I said, oh, Lord Jesus, y'all done made a white woman cry. Oh, you, you do understand. Do you understand how many black businesses and how many black people have gone to prison because they made a white woman cry? Give me a yes if you understand this history. I hope you understand this history. You made a white woman cry on camera. So what's going to happen is people are going to be, you know, be empathetic to her. They're going to sympathize with her. And, and so they're losing in two fronts. They're losing in the court of public opinion. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up having some issues in the court of law because she specifically said I was getting death threats. I was dealing with emotional distress. Uh, my business is being ruined. You put my personal address out there in front of the world. Now, Hallie and Hallie and Chloe did not do it. That's the crazy part. That's the sad part. Hallie and Chloe didn't do anything. All they did, all Hallie did, honestly, was she just gave an honest reflection on, on a bad experience she had at a salon. I don't even think she mentioned the name of the salon, right? But you got the boyfriend who runs over like, oh, well, well, y'all need to go over here and go tear that business down. Okay, he, he now he messed you up. Now he messed you up. You know, it reminds me of when LeBron James's mama, his LeBron James had a real ghetto mama. Y'all might not remember how ghetto his mama was. His mama was so ghetto, she would date players on the team. Uh, go look it up. She dated Delonte West, uh, who unfortunately, I guess he got into drugs or something. I don't know. That poor guy's gone. Mental health. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. But anyway, um, LeBron's mama had a boyfriend who, again, uh, you know, another another broke 40-something-year-old rapper. Right. There's so many there's so many broke 40 something year old rappers out here. Right. It's kind of weird. Right. We have an oversupply of like rappers who could be grandfathers. And um, and so this broke rapper who saw this as an opportunity to be, you know, I look, I'm dating LeBron James's mama. He did what a lot of people do with this guy, DDG. I, I'm, I'm surprised if he's doing the same thing where you latch on to what somebody else has going on. Right. So this rapper who was dating LeBron's mama would take selfies in front of LeBron's private jet. He would take selfies in front of LeBron's yacht. He took selfies in front of LeBron's sports car because he wanted to do what all the dumb rappers do, which is flex on the internet and, and show all this fake wealth that they have. And I'm not saying all rappers do this. I, I love, there are a lot of rappers I love. I'm very close to guys like D1. I love Immortal Technique. He's a friend of mine. Ice Cube. A lot of these guys have common sense. 
Some of them are just bums and losers, and I don't have any respect for them. So, so really, this is clout chasing. This is this is to me something that occurs when you are not thoughtful. You have to be thoughtful when you are a person that has means. This is where the wealth conversation comes into play. You know my background. I'm a finance professor. The wealth conversation is that when you acquire resources, when you got something to lose, you got to be thoughtful about who you choose to date. I've, you have no idea, ladies, I have, you have no idea how many women I know who had a lot of good stuff going on, who had their lives entirely ruined because they decided to hop in bed with a bum and a loser. And same thing is true with men. With men, uh, what, what, with men, what men have to watch out for is the fact that women are at, can be absolutely vicious when they want to be. Uh, women are slick and smart and emotionally um, capable of extreme emotional manipulation. A, the wrong woman, the, the best woman can take you to the highest levels. The worst woman can destroy you. Women have brought down kings. So I'm not just talking about the men on this. I'm talking about women too. I'm talking about in general, picking a partner who's equally yoked, who's going to protect the empire. This guy, it, again, I'm speaking as a father because I'm old enough to be the father of both of these girls. One's 23, one's 25. So I'm, I'm daddy age. So I'm looking at this and literally if I'm the father, Remember, y'all got to start giving credit to the strong fathers in the community who are raising these great, these these talented young people. And I don't know about their dad. I got to go research their father. But, um, you know, you look at Beyonce. What Without Matthew Knowles, there is no Beyonce. Right. So so or or, or you look at what um, Victory Boyd, who's now world famous. Uh, she's B1. She was at our convention. She sang. she's been singing for people like Jay-Z and all that now um, and writing on Kanye's album and all that stuff. Well, well, their father, John, is a good friend of mine. So you have these strong men. <clears throat> who invest in their children, Richard Williams style, and turn them into superstars. And so you built this and you're trying to protect this. So I'm thinking in that mode because I got little superstars in my house that I'm going to protect. And what you're thinking as a father is why are you going to put all this? We're building legacy. Why are you going to put this all at risk by dating an idiot? Why would you date a bum, a, a clout chaser trying to hang on to you for fame and fortune and wealth when, that, that he can't acquire on his own? And he's going to get out here and do something sloppy and me just mess up everything that we've worked for. That's what I'd be thinking. Seriously. Again, I don't know. I'd be curious to know how the family is feeling about this, but I'd be, I would be willing to bet you that uh, a few things are true. I bet you Disney is observing this and they're concerned about what they're seeing. I bet you that the, the their parents are observing this and saying, oh, my Lord, we might get sued. And I bet you there are people that are counseling these young ladies about sort of how to deal with situations and deal with this man. Keep that stuff off the Internet. This 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 whole situation was problematic on multiple, multiple levels. And here's the thing. Um, 99, 95% of the internet, unfortunately, is only going to talk about the gossip of it all and the drama of it all and who was right and who was wrong. It ain't really, it, it ain't like that. It's, it's, it goes so much deeper in terms of preserving and protecting what you've built. And I, I, I don't be surprised if they struggle in their careers because of these little variables that you think have nothing to do with how successful they are. But I could be wrong. I wish them the best. I hope I'm incorrect. That's my two cents. I have to share it. I have to be honest. Do me a favor, please. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, um, this podcast is on Spotify. Uh, we had over a million downloads last month. So thank you very much for supporting. I'm glad to know there are intelligent people in, on, on the planet. Just look up my name, Boyce Watkins, and you can find it there. Also, uh, for Black Friday only for 24 hours, if you want 75% uh, off autographed copies on all my books, you can get a book bundle or you can get the flashcards, workbooks, whatever you want at drboycebooks.com. 75% off for 24 hours only. So feel free to go to drboycebooks.com. And I told you guys I would give you the stock that I like right now. Uh, as a profit alert, uh, some of you, I text you guys and let you know that there's a profit alert. So the uh, stock that I like right now is Alibaba. Alibaba, uh, the ticker symbol is B-A-B-A. -A. Uh, that's B-A-B-A. -A. And just so you know, the stock market is predicted to do really well next year. So uh, make sure you get your money invested because uh, I think that next year could be a strong year. There's no guarantees. Nobody knows for sure. That's the way investing works. So, so th this is not investing advice. However, uh, I'm positioning for 2024 to be a strong year, but there will likely be some sort of recession or economic downturn. So this is my little economic tidbit. You guys know I like to keep you on abreast of the latest in economics. I did a couple videos earlier where I, um, if you go to the blackfinancialchannel.com, I did a, a quick little conversation about AI and these developments in AI that you don't want to miss. 
Uh, you know, and, and we asked that question, is AI going to be the end of humanity? There were some things that happened in the last week with open AI that you really want to be aware of. You cannot live with your head in the sand. This is some stuff that is literally life changing. They've actually said that AI could be more dangerous than nuclear weapons. And uh, and so we talked about that on the blackfinancialchannel.com. And uh, also, in fact, we even talked about open AI's whole team. And these are the people that are responsible for predicting or controlling the, the future of the world in terms of AI. And if you notice in this image at OpenAI, not a single black person is in this image. That's because these corporations, they lie about diversity. They say they want to be diverse, but instead of hiring Taekwon in Chicago, they're going to hire uh, Paki in India. That's what they do. They go out, they get people, they'd rather get somebody out of the country than to get hire black people. They bring black people in when they're looking for entertainers. That, that's just what they do. Uh, also last night, my wife, who's a therapist on drboystv.com, we did a whole a pillow talk conversation about all the allegations, the uh, the assault allegations in these lawsuits uh, against prominent men uh, in the last week, uh, including Diddy and 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 Cosby again, and uh, Marcellus Wallace, uh, who's an NFL star. And uh, we did a deep dive analysis of that. So if you if you like deep dive stuff, if you like intelligent uh, black conversations, this is a place for you. So feel free to go take a look at any of that stuff. Uh, now, do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. I'm going to answer one question. Then we're going to bounce out. Uh, Fitness and More says, do you consider Beyonce a good example of having a strong upbringing when she literally symbolizes evil? Um, I, I see Beyonce, honestly, fitness as uh, as a mixed bag. Uh, now, the evil part, you know, I've seen I've seen the symbolism in terms of some of the stuff that doesn't make sense to me. You know, I don't know. I mean, is the Illuminati real? I, I don't know. I, I haven't had experience with the Illuminati, um, but at the same time, anything's possible. Uh, I was re simply referring to her father, Matthew, and the role that her father, Matthew, played in making her into what she is right now. And uh, and I speak on Matthew because I think that we don't give enough credit to the importance of fathers in our community. That's why your community's failing. That's why your community's failing, because you got a bunch of boys out here that ain't got daddies and girls out here that don't know what a good man looks like. So they're doing what Chloe's doing, and they're chasing rappers who are ruining their lives. That's what's really happening. That's what's going on. Uh, a couple more questions. Let's see. Letitia says, Disney will have an issue with this. I've witnessed their methodology secondhand. Absolutely, Letitia. Disney does not play. Disney does not play. That is a multi-billion dollar corporation that has a lot of money invested in the whole Hallie and Chloe family and all that stuff. They're not, they don't want to get involved in messy stuff. <coughs> Shareholders don't like messy. If you don't believe me, go look at how quickly Microsoft handled that whole drama, uh, that ghetto drama going on at OpenAI when the board broke down and they fired Sam Altman and all that. Microsoft handled that immediately. Why did they do that? Well, because messiness loses money. This is why I encourage you to feed, to heal your family trauma. Learn conflict resolution because drama, trauma causes drama. Drama causes broke. Drama breaks your economic engine. Trauma leads to drama. Drama leads to broke. That's 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 what that's a truism in economics. So if you so let me just tell you, let me make a prediction. If you have a family that's ghetto and crazy and fighting and, and getting into silly, petty stuff, petty, ghetto, trifling and traumatizing each other and fighting each other constantly, you will never build any wealth. You will never build any wealth. All your energy that could be fought, fought uh, built fighting the world and building against the world is going to be used destroying each other. That's what that's what your energy is being used for. It's being used to destroy your 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 uh, connection to wealth more so <clears throat> than it would be used to build your connection to wealth. That's just true. <clears throat> so uh, my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, I talk extensively about this. My wife is a therapist, by the way, <clears throat> and um, and I can tell you she works with families and groups and individuals and couples, and they're they're becoming millionaires. A lot of them are millionaires because they found a way to resolve their conflicts and work together. Think about this. Think about any person that you're fighting. Imagine, think about one person. Like if you're fighting with your spouse, imagine how much, how great you could be if you found a way to get on the same page and each take the energy you're spending fighting each other and point that energy toward a, a collective enemy. There are tactics for this. There, there are methods for this. You know, so I would just encourage you, <clears throat> you know, uh, understand, you know, the, the, the importance of picking the right partners, picking the right people in your life and finding a way to work with them in a productive way. Even the way you approach a fight is is huge. Um, if, if you look, I saw a really disturbing chart. I put this on my Instagram. Uh, sorry, my my Twitter. <clears throat> my Twitter is uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins one, Dr. Boyce Watkins in the number one. So feel free to follow me on Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter because I'm tired. I don't fight with idiots. I don't talk to idiots. So I need some intelligent black people following me on Twitter. Uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, the number one. 
And there's like 80, 180,000 of you. So I appreciate that. But I, I, I'd like more because the idiots, they, they outnumber us like 10 to one. And I'm tired of it. It's stupid. It's, it's pissing me off. Um, but there was a, a, a video I put up where they showed how the um, the uh, single parenthood rate in the black community. First of all, it was massively higher than the white community. It's been higher, like like five times higher since the 1920s, 1930s. And then they showed how it just went up and up and up and up and up. And then the 1960s, right during integration, right during the civil rights movement, right when you had all this affirmative action, diversity, government programs, that shit went berserk. It went crazy. It like doubled or something. I got to go show the video. I got to find it again, but find it. It's on, it's on my, it's on my Twitter, Dr. Boyce Watkins one, just scroll down. You can find this video. It will, it just really provides clarity on what has happened to black families and what's happened to black communities, what has happened to black wealth. The lowest net worth in America is that of a single black mother with children. Did y'all know that, that she has the lowest median net worth in this country? You can't build wealth without families. You can't build wealth without finding some way to find some people that you can get along with because wealth is a team sport. You can't win a football game with one with a football player. You can't. You need a football team to win a football game. You know, so anyway, that's that's all I got to say. And I don't want to make you feel bad if you're in a category where you you are a single parent. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not dogging you. Nothing like that. I'm just saying that if your goal is to connect with other people, um, you know, learn a culture that's going to help you get along with other people. Put your ego to the side. Stop being getting into this whole cockiness. And we're going to fight all day. Like it's, 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 it's stupid. I don't want to fight with my wife. I want to get along with my wife. So I submit to my wife. My wife submits to me. And 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 to give you to and what thing what thing that one thing that showed me just how backward we are is how many people I saw hundreds of thousands of people literally who literally thought that there was something wrong with the fact that I love my wife and that I get on my knee to to got on my knee to propose to her. They they said, oh, that's simping or. Why would you want to be a stepdaddy? And and what's what you that's that you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Are you crazy right now? This is insane to me. This explains everything to me. And if you want to know why so many people out here struggling, hustling, trying to get by, don't know what to do next, it's because you ain't got no teammates. Because your ass is so arrogant, you are your ego is so blown up, you are so busy trying to fight everybody that you can't get along with shit. And that's why you ain't got nothing. That's why you ain't got nobody because you can't humble yourself enough to work with the collective and work with the group. You have to find a way to work with the group. When, when, when I'm the head of this household, I got to work with the group. I can't just be Mr. Solo every day, all the time. I got to figure out, okay, what are we doing right now? How are we going to work this out? How are we going to solve this problem together? It, it, so, so, so that's, that's my two cents. I don't think that that's the culture right now. I don't think the culture is for people to work together and get along. I think the culture is fight, 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 fight. But in case you in case you haven't noticed, I don't fight with none of these Negroes on the Internet. They, they may they, some of them get mad at me. They make videos say, talking about how much they hate me and how wrong I am. That's their right to do that. I don't watch the videos. I don't respond. I don't give a shit because you're wrong. I'm happy with my life. You're sitting in your mama's basement or you're lonely because you can't get along with nobody and you think it's because there ain't no good black men out here no there's plenty of great black men out here you just can't keep one because you want to be an asshole every time you don't get your way and same thing is true with the men the men that are complaining all day about the women the women do this and the women do that well your women do that but the women that i pick are pretty cool like i, I have some good women that, and the ones who aren't cool i i walk away i do what Chloe, Halle bailey did i i you know she chose a different nail tech and that's what that's what going back to that i think that freedom of choice is extremely important. So I encourage you to be very selective about the types of people that you let into your life. Uh, be selective about the types of people that you get close to. Be selective about the types of people you start businesses with, because not all black people are your friends. I, I, I'm, I'm very pro-black. I'm pro-black to the end of time. But being black <clears throat> is not your ticket to admission into any space where there are intelligent black people. I'm sorry, because <clears throat> if you are sick with the virus of trauma, and you are refusing to heal, you're refusing to grow, you're refusing to learn, you're refusing to evolve, then you don't need to be around people who are trying to go to the next level. And you have no business being around people that are going to weigh you down because all they're going to do is destroy you. That it's going to ruin you. Find people that will lift you up, not pull you down. And it's hard as hell because a big chunk of your community is sick. White supremacy makes our people sick. We know this. Uh, so Playhouse says, is it the music? The music is part of it. Absolutely. The music celebrates black trauma. <clears throat> so think about this. We're the only group of people who celebrate, who has music that celebrates 
murder of each other. Like we like we rap, we we make songs about killing each other. We make songs about uh about throwing our money away. We make songs about drug use. Drugs have destroyed the black family. Drugs have been the worst. The worst nightmare for a child on this planet is to have a mother that's hooked on drugs. So I don't even understand why we would then turn around and glorify the drug dealer and glor <clears throat> glorify the drug addict. I don't even that doesn't even make any sense. But but again, it's you know, but it does make sense when you think about what money does. Money makes people stupid. Money makes people crazy. So because the drug dealer and the 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 rapper, the drug addicted rapper gets paid so much money by white supremacists to manipulate the minds of black people. We will follow right behind that person and call that person a hero. Y'all think about this. Y'all talk crazy about Diddy and what Diddy might have done and might have did to Cassie and this, that and the other and killed Tupac. Yeah, he probably did all those things. But think about this. You've been looking up to this man for years. You've been looking at him as some sort of role model, some sort of hero for the black community. This man, I, I don't even, I, 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 somebody even told me today, somebody in the music industry literally just today said to me, they said, you know, I don't think Diddy owns any percentage of Ciroc. And I said, no, no, he owns, he owns some of it, right? He said, no, he doesn't. I said, well, let me research that. <clears throat> now, again, I don't know this for sure. So I'm not going to say this for sure. But I know that when he was angry at Ciroc for being racist toward him, that doesn't sound like the kind of language that would come from somebody who owned half of the damn company, if that was the case. Again, I'm not saying that's not true. Maybe there are facts that make me incorrect on this, but from what I understand, even that was kind of a farce. And and and, and so 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 this is this is what I see. I think that that real people can see through fake people. I think that solid men can see through men that are just blowhards. Uh, men that are doers can identify men that are just talkers. So I'm looking for the doers. I'm looking for the solid people. I'm looking for the people that want to grow. I'm looking for the people that want to heal. I'm looking for the people that want to evolve. I'm looking for the people that want to raise our kids right. I'm looking for the people that want to protect and love. I'm, I'm looking for people that want black people to be healthy, wealthy, happy, and strong. If you're in that category, then you're my people. If you come with that bullshit, I will block you and I will ban you for life. And I will never, ever let you back on my channel again because we ain't got time to let the virus into the door. That is a the trauma is a virus. And I think we need to protect ourselves and protect our kids. So anyway, let me stop because <coughs> I know I need to stop talking because I'm up here choking and coughing and stuff. All right. So anyway, guys, uh, hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Quick reminder, uh, this podcast is on Spotify. If you look up my name, Boyce Watkins on Spotify, you can find it there. Uh, my Twitter is Dr. Boyce Watkins and the number one. That chart on the uh, Black family is actually on my Twitter. Come in there, make a comment. Make a comment, please, because I need to hear from intelligent people. Uh, don't just be quiet. Don't just quietly look at stuff. Just say something really quick. Let me know that you're there because I need you. I feed off of that. Um, uh, uh, thirdly, uh, if you want to get 75% off of my books or 75% for 24 hours off of any of our flashcards for children or workbooks, if you want to get some stuff for your family, give them away as Christmas gifts, uh, feel free to go to drboycebooks.com. I'll use the code. I didn't mention this. I'm sorry. I didn't mention the code word. The code word is um, Black Friday 2023. All one word. I should have said that. I'm so sorry. Black Friday 2023. If you use the code Black Friday 2023, you can get 75% off anything in the store for the next 24 hours. That's drboycebooks.com. The code word is Black Friday 2023. All right, guys. Well, I'm out of here. God bless you. Please have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you soon and uh, have a good day. Talk to you later. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is blissful, we can turn into intelligence. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.